Do you have good old days syndrome? Do you yearn to grow back your hair, weigh a little less, and have a lot more fun? Yes, I'm talking to all you old fossils out there who have graduated college and are still trying to relive the glory days. On today's podcast, I had a chat with a few different Marquette alumni who had some stories to share about their college experiences at Marquette and even one who studied abroad. Though their looks may fade and their hair may gray, their stories will last forever. First up, we're going to hear from Katie Berg, a professor at Marquette University who reminds us that not everyone can be like Lizzie McGuire and meet Paolo while studying abroad. Take a listen. So when I was a sophomore in college at St. Louis University, I studied abroad um, in Madrid, Spain, and of course, during the first month when I was there, I met a boy and <laughs> fell in love. So spent my whole study abroad with him. And, it um, wasn't Trent. and it's not my husband. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so over spring break, we went to Portugal, Lisbon, Portugal, for spring break. And on our drive down, we wanted to stop at La Hambra. But we didn't realize you had to buy tickets in advance, so we didn't get to go. So when we were driving back to Madrid, we stopped again. And while we were standing in line, they sold out the tickets, so we didn't get to go to the, the La Hambra again. So we were sitting there discussing you know, how upsetting this was, and it was so gorgeous. So we decided just to climb over the wall and sneak in to the La Hambra. Now, this was in 1997. Now it terrifies me. What if I would have been put in like the Spanish jail? Well, you see, that happens all the time with people like especially girls who go up it's girls it's always girls who go up or like that guy who was um from china yeah well maybe i didn't get caught because i was with a guy but anyhow so um yeah next up we're going to hear from a former marquette golden eagle who recalls some of the greatest moments as a college student Almost 40 years later, he's the guy that is still stuck in college. M-U-R-A-R-A. We were uh, heading down to Florida uh, for spring break. There were, I don't know, probably about two dozen of us. um, And um, we were staying in Daytona Beach. And uh, we were staying at an inexpensive motel right on the beach. And we were probably into the spring break vacation three or four days. And at that point, you know, we're all feeling pretty good and, and been having quite a bit of fun. And one of our buddies, um, Kaz, saw these um, very nice young gentlemen, Jehovah Witnesses or Mormons, I'm not sure which, Anyway, white shirts, ties, walking around um, to each of the hotel rooms and uh, uh, knocking on doors, excuse me, wanting to talk to people. So he saw him coming, ran into his room and was waiting for him. And they knocked on the door and he opens up the door and he goes, I know a three-letter word that begins with G that changed my life. And they look at him with big wide eyes and they go, you mean God? And he goes, no, gin, drink you weasels, 
we just all lost it. That was one of the funniest things that happened on that spring break. Um, this was uh, uh, Rabbits Olympics Day, and I don't know if you still have the Rabbits Athletic Club at Marquette, but it was, it was a bunch of guys that um, liked to sports and you know, um, organized a bunch of stuff. And so they had this Olympics day and the key thing about Olympics day was everything was done in the mud. And so you got your teams together and you went down there and, and you had uh, tug of war, obstacle course, uh, sliding down the hill, whatever, um, all these different contests. And, you know, by the end of it, everybody was caked in mud. So, um, our team, um, uh, finished the day and, and, we really didn't want to go back to the fraternity house and uh, shower there. So we stopped in at uh, Schrader, and because we were covered in mud, the the front desk just let us in, and we went up to, I, th I think it was the eighth floor, and showered and uh, <clears throat> got all the mud off of us, and we're dripping wet, and we, we get on the elevator, and the RA comes and uh, stops the elevator, and he says, where are you guys going? You got you got to clean this up, and um, and nobody said anything. And he goes, "Come on, you got to you got to give me a name. I'm not letting you go because you guys got to come back here and clean this up." So um, I don't know. There were probably eight of us, and and I said, "Okay, uh, my name's Sean Clancy, and uh, we'll we'll be back." Um, and uh, Sean Clancy was a childhood friend of mine um, who didn't go to Marquette, hadn't seen him in years, but it was the first name that popped into my head. And uh, I'll always be thankful for Sean uh, getting us out of that jam because <clears throat> we never obviously went back to, to clean that up, and um, I never saw that RA again, so it all worked out. But that was, uh, that was one of our fun times at, at Marquette. Uh, go MU. This goes down as the greatest day in sports, and it was a Sunday, and um, the U.S. hockey team uh, was playing the Russians, um, and uh, I can't remember if it was the finals or the semifinals, but at any rate, um, it was a, a tough game, and um, the U.S. Uh, won, not expecting to win, um, and so that was fabulous, and, uh, and then... Um, Later that day, uh, Marquette was playing Notre Dame, and uh, the game was in South Bend, and Marquette beat Notre Dame that day, and they were not expected to win. And we were having uh, quite a celebration um, at the fraternity house. Um, I think there may have been some bottles thrown in the street and, um, and quite a bit of carrying on. And anyway, the police showed up, and... Uh, asked us what, what all the commotion was about. And they were usually pretty good guys about this stuff. And uh, we explained that it was the, the greatest day in sports. Um, the U.S. Uh, hockey team beat the Russians, and Marquette beat Notre Dame in basketball. And they just laughed and uh, asked us to clean up the glass in the street and, and try to keep it down a little bit and enjoy ourselves. So just uh, another fun Sunday, Sunday fun day at Marquette. Uh, go MU.
Finally, I sat down with another Marquette alum who went to great lengths just to get the perfect perm. No matter the weather, no matter the distance, Julie was determined to fix her perm despite the power outage. Take a listen. a junior um, and I was in what we called the Sanford Arms apartments and I think it was a weekend it doesn't really matter <clears throat> but I was now this will date me when I tell you this um, but I was perming my hair so I um, put the curlers in or put the curlers in and then I put the um, activating um, lotion on and set the timer and um, so when there were about 10 minutes left left on the timer um, no sorry I set the timer then I put this plastic cap on like a shower cap kind of keeps all the liquid in there and it smells terrible so it kind of keeps the smell in there too um, I was quite a sight anyway so um, there were maybe six minutes left on the timer, so I was over just just getting the temperature right on the water so I could rinse off my hair. Um, so you don't want to leave that on too long because it can damage your hair. So anyway, I went over to the faucet and turned it, and nothing came out. And my heart started pounding, and I turned it off, and then I tried doing it again, and nothing came out, and I went in the bathroom and tried the faucet there and nothing came out and I was getting really nervous because if you leave the stuff on too long I was afraid I'd burn my hair off so I grabbed a bag and I threw in it a towel and I threw um, the other supplies I needed to finish the perm thing and I threw my timer in the bag um, and got a coat on it was a middle winter so I put my coat on and I had to do something with the head so I put a knit hat over the curlers and the plastic bag and I raced downstairs looking like a fool but I raced downstairs and headed outside I, I was going to the uh, rec center because it was the only place I could think of where I could go and use a shower so anyway I got there um, and I mean, I felt ridiculous. I felt like one of the people walking around at Marquette with my knit hat over my curlers, my bag that's ticking, and I it was it was too much. Anyway, I did find get there and get all the stuff out, um, and thank thankfully nobody was in there, so nobody saw me doing this. Everything turned out all right, but that was, that was, um, I must have been quite a sight. <clears throat> As life goes on, it seems like we hold on to people and memories to find comfort and humor in. Whether they're already AARP members or just starting a family, the alumni that I talked to today all have stories that have made their college experiences one that will be remembered forever. Unless you're John then maybe you'll forget. But that just comes with old age. And that is something that all of us current college students can look forward to. Whoop whoop! 
Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Come back next week to spread some holiday cheer, to get cozy under the Christmas tree, to find someone under the mistletoe. Just kidding. Next week, I have a whole host of college students who want to share their favorite holiday memories. Nothing like coming home for the holidays. Thanks, guys.